0: Chapter 24 of Rufus and Rose, or the Fortunes of Rough and Ready. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary Maxwell. Rufus and Rose, or the Fortunes of Rough and Ready, by Horatio Alger, Jr. Chapter 24, How Rufus Got Back it happened that smith espied the man whom he wished to meet from the car window just as it turned into canal street he got out therefore and adjourning to a whiskey saloon the two discussed a matter of business in which they were jointly interested and then separated thus smith was enabled to return home sooner than he had anticipated he little suspected that his prisoner had escaped as he walked complacently by on the opposite sidewalk it's lucky I saw him, said Humpy. He might have nabbed us. He wouldn't have nabbed me, said Rufus resolutely. He'd have found it hard work to get me back. He's stronger than you, said Humpy doubtfully. I'd have called a cop then, said Rufus, using his old word for policeman. He'll kill me if he ever gets hold of me, said Humpy, shuddering. He horsewhipped me yesterday. "'Then he's a brute,' said Rufus, "'who could not help feeling a degree of sympathy "'for the deformed boy who had done him such good service. "'He never did it before,' said Humpy. "'That's what made me turn against him.' "'And you won't go back to him?' "'Never,' said Humpy decidedly. "'He'll know I let you out.' "'What's your name?' asked Rufus, "'remembering that he had never heard the name of his guide.' "'They call me Humpy,' said the deformed boy, "'flushing a little.' He had got hardened to the name, he thought, but now that Rufus asked him, he answered with a feeling of shame and reluctance. Haven't you another name? I don't like to call you that. My name is William Norton, but I've almost forgotten it. It's so long since anybody ever called me so. Then I'll call you so. I like it better than the other. Have you made up your mind what to do now you've left your old place? Yes, I'm going out west. To Chicago, maybe. Why do you leave New York? I want to get away from him, said William, indicating his old employer by a backward jerk of his finger. If I stay here, he'll get hold of me. Perhaps you are right, but you needn't go so far as Chicago. Philadelphia will do. He goes there sometimes. What will you do in Chicago? I'll get along. There's a good many things I can do. Black boots, sell papers, smash baggage, and so on. Besides, I'll have some money. The $50 I am to give you? I've got more besides, said Humpy, lowering his voice. Looking around cautiously, lest he might be observed, he drew out the calico bag which contained his savings and showed to Rufus. There's $20 in that, he said, jingling the coins with an air of satisfaction. That'll make 70 when you've paid me. I'm glad you've got so much, William. Where did you get it all? I saved it up. He paid me 50 cents a week and gave me an extra quarter or so sometimes when he felt good-natured. I saved it all up, and here it is. When did you begin saving? Six months ago. I used to spend all my money for oysters and cigars, but somebody told me smoking would stop me from growing, and I gave it up. You did right. I used to smoke sometimes, but I stopped. It don't do a boy any good. Are you rich? asked Compy. No, what makes you ask? "'You wear nice clothes. "'Besides, you're going to pay me $50.' "'I'm worth $500,' said Rufus with satisfaction. "'That's a good deal,' said Humpy, enviously. "'I'd feel rich if I had so much. "'You'll be worth a good deal more sometime, I hope. "'I hope so, but it'll be a good while.' "'While this conversation had been going on, "'the boys had been walking leisurely, "'but Rufus, who was anxious to restore the tin box "'as soon as possible,' "'Now proposed to ride. "'We'll jump aboard the next car, William,' he said. "'I'll pay the fare. "'Where are you going?' "'To Mr. Turner's office to return the box. "'He won't think I had anything to do with stealing it, will he?' "'No, I'll take care he doesn't.' "'They jumped on board the next car "'and before long reached the termination of the car route "'at the junction of Vesey Street and Broadway. "'Where's the place you're going to?' asked Humpy. "'In Wall Street. We'll be there in ten minutes.' The boys proceeded down Broadway, and in rather less than ten minutes, Rufus, followed by Humpy, entered his employer's office. His arrival created a sensation. I'm glad to see you back, Rufus, said Mr. Turner, coming forward and shaking his hand cordially. The clerks left their desks and greeted him in a friendly manner. I've brought back the tin box, Mr. Turner, said Rufus. I told you I'd get it back, and I have, he added with pardonable pride. How did you recover it? tell me all about it this boy helped me said rufus directing attention to humpy who had kept himself in the background but for him i should still be a prisoner closely confined and guarded he shall be rewarded said the banker what is his name william morton mr turner took the boy's hand kindly dirty though it was and said i will bear you in mind my lad in a tone which made humpy who before felt awkward and uncertain of a welcome quite at his ease "'Now for your story, Rufus,' said the banker. "'I am curious to hear your adventures. "'So you were a prisoner?' "'Yes, sir,' answered Rufus, "'and forthwith commenced a clear and straightforward account of his experiences, "'which need not be repeated. "'He wound up by saying that he had promised Humpy fifty dollars in return for his assistance. "'Your promise shall be kept, sir, Mr. Turner. "'I will pay you the money now if you wish,' he added, turning to Humpy. "'I would advise you to put most of it in a savings bank, "'as you are liable to be robbed or to lose it.' "'I'll put it in as soon as I get to Chicago,' said Humpy. "'Are you going there?' "'Rufus explained why the boy wished to leave New York. "'Do you want to start at once?' "'I'd like to. "'Then, Rufus, I think you'd better go with him and buy his ticket. "'You may also buy him a suit of clothes at my expense.' "'Thank you, sir,' said Humpy gratefully.' If you can spare me, Mr. Turner, said Rufus, I would like to go home first and let them know that I am safe. Certainly. That reminds me that a lady, was it your aunt, was in the office an hour ago asking for you. It was Miss Manning. I promised to let you go home when you appeared, and I think you had better do so at once to relieve the anxiety of your friends. Thank you, sir, and Rufus was about to leave the office when a thought occurred to him, and he turned back. I didn't think to tell you that the money had been taken out. "'he said. "'So I supposed. "'I will open the box. "'The box being opened, "'it was discovered also "'that the government bonds were missing. "'That's too much to lose,' said the banker. "'What is the number of the house "'in which you are confined?' "'Rufus was able to give it, "'having judged that it would be wanted. "'I shall give information to the police "'and see what can be done "'towards recovering the bonds. "'Shall I go to the police office "'for you, Mr. Turner?' "'No, you can go home at once,' Then accompany this boy to a clothing store, and afterwards to the Erie Railroad Station, where you may buy him a through ticket to Chicago. Here is the necessary money, and Mr. Turner placed a roll of bills in the hands of our hero. Am I to buy the railroad ticket also out of this? Yes, William shall have his $50 clear to start on when he gets there. Miss Manning had nearly got through with the morning lessons when a quick step was heard ascending the stairs two or three at a time, "'Rose let drop the arithmetic from which she had been reciting "'and exclaimed in glad excitement, "'That's Rufy! I know it is!' "'The door opened, and she was proved to be correct. "'Where have you been, Rufy?' exclaimed his sister, "'throwing her arms around his neck. "'Mr. Martin carried me off, Rosie. "'I knew he would, but you said you was too big. "'He was smarter than I thought for. "'Sit down, Rosie, and I'll tell you all about it. "'Were you anxious about me, Miss Manning?' "'Yes, Rufus, I don't mind saying now that I was, "'though I would not confess it to Rose, "'who fretted enough for you without. "'So the story had to be told again, "'and was listened to, I need not say, "'with breathless interest. "'You won't let him catch you again, will you, Rufy?' "'said Rose anxiously when it was finished. "'Not if I know myself, Rosie,' answered Rufus. "'That can't be done twice, but I've got to be going. "'I've got ever so much to do. "'I'll be back to dinner at six. He hastened downstairs and rejoined Humpy, who had been waiting for him in the street. End of chapter twenty four.